0: for tuning in to NL Newsday here on this Wednesday, September the 22nd. Now, British Columbians are being invited to have their say on three proposed options for permanent paid sick leave, shaped by their responses to the first phase of consultation. So, between August 5th and September 14th of this year, more than 26,000 surveys were completed by workers and employers. Feedback from the online surveys and the options paper will help create a Made in BC permanent paid personal illness and injury leave that, it says, will be fair, balanced and reasonable for everyone. BC's Minister of Labour, Harry Baines says, informed by those surveys, we're inviting British Columbians to once again have their say. So to talk more about this, please to welcome to the show Minister Baines. Minister, how you doing here this afternoon?
1: I'm really well, and uh, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time here. So uh, I guess we'll start with the three options that have been posted now on the government engagement site. Uh, the three options that have been developed uh, we will cover the minimum number of days, three, five, and ten days of paid sick leave. So how did you know the 26,000 surveys help to come up with these three options?
1: Yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, in May we, we passed uh, legislation in Victoria... Uh, which would allow uh, for all British Columbia workers to have a paid sick or injury leave starting January 1st, 2022. But we also said that we would uh, um, bring that program in after consulting all those who will be impacted by that decision. So we went through two phases. The first phase, which ended about a week ago, uh, was to learn uh, from what the existing programs are there how many days uh, how many workers have any basic days available to the to them whether that is sufficient or not. Well, learn from from that survey uh, we are now uh, putting together a uh, option paper to go back to the same people or uh, you know more people if they choose to participate. And that uh, uh, consultation period uh, will end October 25th in which uh, three options are available to them, uh, three days, five days, or ten days. They can uh, give their opinion, uh, which uh, uh, suits the best, I think, to deal with the situation that we're talking about. And also what kind of a model and how should we proceed and how we should manage this. I think that uh, survey, as I said, will be available until uh, October 25th. And then from that, uh, what we learned from that survey, we will make a decision in December. But one thing is for sure that there will be a paid sickly program in British Columbia available to all workers in British Columbia. First time in the history of our province.
0: Yeah, so you have about a month here. You mentioned October 25th. We're sitting here on September 22nd. So about a month to fill out this survey. Is this open to, to everybody, employers, employees, and pretty much anyone in British Columbia?
1: yes uh, i think in particular employer and uh, workers uh, and any one of those who will be impacted by this by this decision or the workers representative or the employers representative uh, we invite all of them to engage uh, that survey is available now uh, it went up uh, on um, uh, you know uh, it was open this morning and uh, it is on engagebc.ca It is also available to different languages, uh, in English, of course, and Punjabi, Korean, Tagalog, and Chinese. So um, I think that survey, I, I encourage everyone who can participate, who will be impacted by this, who have any interest in this, to participate and give us their opinion so that we make the right decision after consulting and listening to all those people who will participate.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's estimated here about 50% of employees in British Columbia currently don't have access to paid sick leave. I guess they have the temporary program that was set up by you guys back in the spring. Uh, but outside of that, right, there's just no no permanent uh, access to paid sick leave that's available to them right now. How critical is it to ensure that people have this option and don't have to choose between taking time off or going to work when they're sick and losing out on, on, on pay if they don't you know, attend their work hours?
1: Yeah, I think that's one thing that we learned during this pandemic that the workers. I think there were workers and employers that were really concerned. That came very clear through the survey that they would go, they would go to work sick, or they would go to work when they were not ready. They were still sick, and uh, I think it concerns both employer and workers, especially during COVID. Uh, one worker goes to work, and um, uh, when they would work sick. Uh, it, they spread the uh, the virus to other workers. Mm-hmm. And there were times when we had to shut down that operation because there were so many cases of COVID in that operation. That is very, very costly to that employer. And then also those workers come home to their families, to the neighborhood, and uh, I think it spread the COVID. And I think that is not good for anybody. So I think it's a win-win situation. Employer now will know ahead of time, it's a proactive approach. They will know uh, what they're facing and they also know that the workers will be staying home when they're sick they can adjust their um, um you know the the you know their their uh, cost uh, accordingly uh, ahead of time so they know exactly what they're facing
0: um when we're talking, I mean, you mentioned COVID-19, obviously, that that is the issue that has really brought this issue of paid sick leave to the forefront is is talking about COVID. And, you know, if someone is testing positive, I mean, there's a, a two week incubation period that we're dealing with here. Fourteen days is essentially how long it, it really takes to get over this virus um, now. Three days is one of the options. Five days is one of the options here. That just doesn't feel like enough time, especially if, you know, if you get sick and you come down with COVID-19, you're going to have to use your entire sick leave options, you know, you're going to have to use the entirety of that time. So you can really only afford to get sick once. I mean, do you see any concerns stemming from those, you know, options of of lesser time off that I'm sure big employers like, you know, your, your, I don't know, your Amazons of the world, they're going to be pushing for less time off, I would think. Um, And that potentially has some ramifications moving forward.
1: I think that's why both uh, phases of survey was important. Uh, The first survey, uh, you know, uh, informed us how many days they have, whether they were sufficient, uh, considering the circumstances they were going through, especially the COVID. And uh, that's why we developed these three options. And again, it is important that we hear back from them, is that sufficient? Is three days sufficient, five days sufficient, or is it 10 days? And what kind of a model it should be? And I think, you know, all that information will be very, very useful for me to make that decision come uh, December. So I think uh, that's why uh, we uh, are taking our time listening uh, to all British Columbians, to everyone who will be impacted by this, uh, uh, this program, and then we'll make the decision based on the information available.
0: All right. Well, I uh, look forward to hopefully being able to follow up with you once the uh, October 25th de- date comes and goes, just to see where things stand at that point in time. Obviously, a decision coming later in the year, so um, we'll we'll have some time in between when the survey ends and when a decision is made to hopefully have a little bit of a chat. But uh, Mr. Minister Baines, as always, uh, appreciate your time here today. Unless there is uh, anything else you want to add here before I let you go.
1: I just want to say thank you uh, for reaching out and also having this information available to your listeners because it is important uh, for all those uh, who will be impacted, who are concerned about basically leave provisions to participate in the survey. It's available on engagebc.ca, it's available in different languages and their input is important because we are the government that listen and we want to make sure that we make decisions based on the information that is provided to us by all of you. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for your time and and have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. Great. Awesome. That's uh, BC Labour Minister right there, Harry Baines, again talking about the permanent paid sick leave program that uh, will be implemented in the province of British Columbia for January. Right now there is sort of a a high bridge program that was put in place earlier this year, a temporary program to provide three days of paid sick leave to individuals this year as they work to come up with this more permanent program. So, you can log on if you want to have your say until the 25th of August, engage.gov.bc.ca slash paid sick leave. You can find the uh, engagement site there and, and take a little bit of time to go through some of the questions and provide your feedback on what you think of the three options that have been developed that cover the minimum number of paid sick leave days available to employees in this province. Those three options are three days of paid sick leave, five days of paid sick leave, and 10 days of paid sick leave. As I mentioned there uh, to, to Harry during our conversation, I just can't imagine how three days of paid sick leave is, is going to do enough for individuals who you know find themselves needing to actually take some time off. And especially now... Like, this whole message that we've been given over the course of this pandemic, if you're feeling unwell at any particular point in time, please do not go to work. Stay home. I come down with a common cold. I've, I've come down with a cold multiple times in my life where it's lasted weeks. So if you want me to stay home for the entirety of, of when I'm sick, three days is just not going to cut it for a lot of people. I mean, I hope you don't have to use any of those days. I mean, if you if just say, for example, you only work business days in a year, in a three hundred and sixty-five day calendar year, that's just over two hundred and sixty days of work. So you're only allowed to be sick for three of those two hundred and sixty days. I mean, you hope you don't have to use it at all, but if you do, I mean that's it's just not enough. So I don't even know if ten is necessarily enough, but I mean, obviously there has to be a limit here on this as well. So my own personal opinion: anything less than ten is is just not enough, and I think that's the same opinion that Alex Hemingway has with the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives (BC Office). I spoke with him on this subject a couple of times over the course of uh, the the COVID-19 pandemic, and he actually caught up with Brett Manier today on the NL Noon Report to talk more about the subject of paid sick leave. He's obviously pushing for the ten-day option. And well, I want to play a few comments from him here this afternoon um, just to talk about why this is, A, an important conversation, but, B, why the 10-day option is probably the best one available to us right now. Here's Alex Hemingway with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives speaking with NL's Brett Minear today.
2: So what they've put on the table today are uh, three different scenarios that are going to be consulted on over the next month or so. One is to... Uh, go with three days of paid sick leave, um, five days or 10 days. Those, those are the three basic options on the table. And, you know, as, as folks may recall, uh, up until the pandemic, uh, this has been one of the big gaps in our labor standards in this province is no access to paid sick days. And, you know, currently we've got a temporary program of access to three days only for uh, issues related to COVID. So this is a gap we really need to close compared to uh, most other developed countries around the world. It's interesting as we're having this debate because paid sick days are are really common sense to most people, both from a perspective of uh, individual workers' rights and and from the perspective of public health. We've seen some polling on this uh, here in B.C. recently, Uh, 86% of British Columbians backing 10 Uh, paid sick days for all for all workers and in Canada we're finally seeing some movement at the federal level so that both the federal liberals and NDP promised 10 paid sick days for federally regulated workers. Now most workers fall under that provincial jurisdiction and now I'm going to zoom out uh, outside of Canada here and if you look at peer countries of ours like uh, Australia, New Zealand, they have that access to 10 paid sick days. Uh, Some of the, the social democratic countries in Europe like Sweden and Germany go further, 14 days, 30 days. So that's really why we're saying, you know, when we're looking at this question here in B.C., 10 should be considered a minimum. Uh, and I think, you know, the public health crisis that we've been through really has taught us that uh, in a big way. But it's going to apply in, in normal times as well.
0: All right. So there's a couple of quick comments there from Alex Hemingway with the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives, B.C. office, and talking about, you know, how the, the gap that has existed when it comes to paid sick leave in this province um, and, you know, I think it was known, but maybe not something that really was discussed to any high level individuals because, you know, people just went to work when they were sick, right? Uh, you know, I think we've all done it. If you came down, like I use the example of a cold, a cold wouldn't stop you from doing stuff. I, I, I would. Do, well, what was the one thing my dad would always tell me? Like if I came down with a cold and you know you weren't feeling the best, but you know you're you were you were not uh, you know bedridden or anything as a result of it. And if I had like a hockey practice or something coming up, what would he say to me? Ah, go to practice. You'll sweat it out. Well, that's not really something we're supposed to be doing anymore. Um, you know. So paid sick leave is important because. If you don't provide it, people are going to go to work sick and then potentially spread whatever they have to other individuals. And then, you know, instead of having one person off sick, now you're going to have to have a slew of people off sick as a result. And I don't think any employer wants to deal with that. Will be interesting to see what comes of this consultation process. So where things are at this point in time, the engagement first launched in August 5th. So um, what, just over a month and a half ago here. That's when things launched. The surveys closed on September the 14th. There was an employer survey as well as a worker survey. Two different surveys that were out there. I assume they came up with quite different results, but would be interesting to see. I didn't uh, get into that with Harry here today. Um, Now today, September the 22nd, that's when phase two is set to launch. Launching here today. The option now for people to go on and start uh, going through the options that have been presented. The three possible options for paid sick leave in the province. Three days, five days, and ten days. You can log on to the website, engage.gov.bc.ca slash paid sick leave and uh, take part in the survey there. That will close on October the 25th at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And then in November, so in a couple of months here, we will get an update on the feedback that has been received and the next steps that will be coming forth. That will be available, again, on the same website that I provided, and I'm sure there will be an update uh, within uh, the legislature at that point as well. In, uh, you know, probably late November, early December, those new regulations will be uh, put on the table and passed within the B.C. Legislature, and then things will be implemented starting on January 1st. So there's where the process is at this stage of the game. Log on to engage.gov.bc.ca slash paid leave have your say on this policy. About 50% of British Columbian workers do not have access to paid sick leave. So if you already have that access, maybe this survey isn't necessarily for you. But people do change careers and jobs all the time. And you never know when you could find yourself in a situation where you need to take advantage of these government programs as opposed to something that is already in place uh, through your place of work. So I think it's open to everybody. Everyone should take a time to have their say. I do think it's an important issue and one that has been made more important as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic.